Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. I'm with two members of my firefighting family. I've got Scott. Hey. We've got Ash. Hello. And myself. And this thing took a while to start. It took yeah. way too long to it's start. Like, we are... We're a day late and an hour and a half later. Hour and a half. Two and a half. Two hour, oh my God. Two yeah. and a half hours late. Yeah, it's... Uh, wow. We went off the rails a bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A couple of good bitch sessions. So it, was, it was good. as much needed. Sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, so right, let's jump into some news. Um, so we were talking last week about uh, one of the big fires down in Vancouver, uh, Gastown. It was a SRO, so a, a apartment building, an old apartment building uh, that caught fire. Scott. Yeah, so at the time we had heard there was a few people possibly missing, and then we heard that they found them because, um, I mean, they're, they're essentially like, I guess they'd be almost considered homeless. Because probably a lot of them are couch surf, um, a lot of them are, you know, they're in and out of the... It's a very transient yeah. population that goes in and out of these SROs as well. Yeah. It's SRO um, standard, uh, single room single occupancy. Room occupancy. Yeah. yeah, so generally, uh, some of those single room occupancies down in that area are, um, uh, hate to profile, but a lot of drug abuse, a lot of mental yeah. health. Uh, well, it's like it's that. a poor. It's in the poorest. Um, it's in a pretty poor area. Yeah. Well, well not poor area, but it's because downtown east side is right there. Yeah. D- D- yeah. DTS is, is literally and that's the poorest, right, right there. Isn't that the poorest area code in Canada? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, they had thought everyone was accounted for, and then when they were cleaning up the rubble recently in the last couple of days, they mm-hmm. actually found uh, two two bodies inside the rubble. Yeah, because they started actually uh, doing the teardown, right? Yeah. The yeah. demolition of it. And it was actually, it got me thinking about uh, your guys' story the other week there about um, your fire. People coming back. People coming back, right? So maybe they came back. Because people mm-hmm. were actually, some people were actually videotaping people climbing into the windows to go get personal effects. Yeah. Right. So climbing the fences, going in. Yeah. And literally, I think hours before one of the, the excavators started working on the building, somebody was climbing out of a window onto a balcony. And jumping down, right? Yeah, so I don't know if they... I haven't kept really up to date on it. I don't know if they've done autopsies to find out if people died because of the fire or died because mm. of possibly drug overdose, possibly something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty... Uh, and that's the other thing in that... In those buildings, there's there's such heavy drug use, too. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know, right, whether um, they had the ability to get out or not, yeah. right? Right. So, and, you know, factor. it gets the guy thinking... So, it takes me back to when we were doing our search or our investigation, and we came across those yeah, yeah. those guys. Like Todd was just saying, even the mindset for us was like, "Hey, there's two people down there." I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, what's going through my mind? And like, we're of that mindset. Like, who's doing the teardown? Mm-hmm. A yeah. construction crew. Yeah, so, we were looking for, well, we weren't even looking, but we were, yeah, we were. Yeah, like we were yeah. investigating and, you know, not expecting to see anybody. We did thorough, you know, thorough searches. But like these guys are, oh, okay, like we had X amount of people unaccounted for. Oh, okay, we've accounted for these, for these people. Yeah. Like the known people that they were expecting to hopefully find, they found them. So as this construction crew comes in to do the demo, mm-hmm. boom, a couple people pop up, like, Probably not something that they're super used to seeing every day or yeah. ever, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a total sidetrack. That reminds me of a story. Um, we got, every morning, back in the day, we'd always go for coffee. 
or lunch shift at the coast. So all of our crews would get together, go down, <laughs> go down. Scott's shaking his head. Just give me another Todd story. <laughs> be super appropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Next thing um, you know, it's vertically challenged. This, this is, this is a. Uh, this is why we're gonna have a rating. Um, so we go for coffee at Lake Main and Fourteenth, and we get a call for um, deceased, possible deceased person. Um, <laughs> at this house that is under construction, like four blocks away. So we race there. We're met by this construction worker who's going to start building this house. And he said, they always, always get people going into the houses and sleeping overnight and stealing shit and stuff, right? Sure. So he's like, yeah, I went upstairs and there's this guy standing in the corner and I think he's dead. Like, what? Well, yeah, he's, 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 he's standing yeah, yeah. in the corner and I, and I think he's dead. Like, all right, take us up there. <laughs> How's he standing in the corner? And it, well, this is what it's going through my mind, right? Like, okay, this is what's going on. We walk upstairs, come around the corner. It's dark because they got it all boarded up, right? And sure as shit, here's this guy in full camo, standing in the corner, facing the corner, totally vertical. I'm like, hello? No response. <laughs> Get my light out. And then I see what's happened. He actually hung himself. Um... But you forget life's a horror show. With, with, yeah. <laughs> you like to live in a horror show. Over the over the the night, he hung himself with a cord, and his body weight slowly slid down the truss till his feet touched, which oh, yeah. just happened to be facing in the corner. So it was super fucking creepy because he's standing there in full camo, like literally Blair Witch Project <laughs> style, right? Like standing facing the right. corner. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry if it was a little inappropriate, but <laughs> this made me think of that. <laughs> like, there's people in your life that love you, <laughs> support you. <laughs> it's like that. What is that? Like that Thor uh, that new uh, commercial where it's like, no, it's not me. He's <laughs> staring at them. Right. Oh man. Yeah, I totally forgot what we're talking about. As fire stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares for the next month. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm now it's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I visualize that, this, right? Yeah. Witch, man. yeah. <sighs> Almost like the Elvis story. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on. Please. <laughs> so, let's see. So, this past little week. We Not should, a, for we should have a Patreon where like people pay an extra couple bucks and talk to your Todd stories. Todd stories. If you have be interested stories, in chipping in a couple of bucks, <laughs> half the stories we cannot broadcast on here. No, yeah, but we no, could no, definitely, we definitely it, cannot broadcast. It would have to be like a. No, I don't know how you could release that without private disclaimer. Yeah, With the underground mm-hmm. Jocko underground thing. Without <laughs> <laughs> Todd unraveled, you know, there's, there's on Twitter now with uh, Elon Musk. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> anything fly. goes there now. <laughs> A lot of people have always said to us as, as medics and stuff, like when you start your career, start writing, making no, a notebook so you can write a book. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a couple of guys that actually, I know that actually have written books. But uh, yeah, just because the stories just compound and go and mm-hmm. go. Like there's so many crazy, as many of you guys know, drinking, right. sitting around a campfire. <laughs> These exactly. stories come out. But... <laughs> your wife says, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Shake your head at you. <laughs> Stephen King was in the service, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so back to fire stuff. Um, not a lot of 
events this week. Yeah, it hasn't been a lot this week. Uh, our training was the same as we did last week, so we just alternated uh, side by side. Side okay. by side's coming along nicely. We got uh, yeah, it is. It JP's looks really been good. JP and Rob, I think we've been working really hard. Yeah, Rob, Rob has been helping out there a bit. Yeah, has been helping out a bit. Um, yeah, guys, guys are working really hard again. That thing dialed. Yeah, we got a nice little tank on there now, and mm. uh, an electric Hose pump. Reels, electric pump. And it's gonna be not. It's not made for fighting rank five fires, <laughs> but no. it's gonna be nice for a little uh, some mm. grass fires and doing the work that we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be perfect. Um, cool little manifold they built. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys got all your lights and signs in now. All for it. And you're going to do some wiring Yeah, for it. so we got... Uh, it's going to go in for all the electrical uh, this week. So hopefully by the weekend, it's it'll be... on three calls without anything on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we well, just, you know, we... It's... It's handy, like we, you know, we've been using it for a scout vehicle and yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, for a couple of different things. And the way this year is already scoping up, like it's, it's gonna be a shit year, I think. Like yeah. they're already forecasting it as be a horrible fire season. And you look at the fires that are already just in our province alone, mm -hmm. like it's ridiculous already. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's gonna suck. But yeah. I think what we should do is we try and do some, um, a couple of pictures throughout the build here before it gets totally finished, mm -hmm. and maybe. Yeah. We get the modus, couple modus pictures. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that'd be like yeah. maybe when it first came. Day one ish, yeah, and then we get pictures when it first came. Yeah, without, without the wrap. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah the wrap, is... and then kind of where it sits now, and then once it's yeah. fully kitted, lights and sirens. It's yeah. it's going to be pretty impressive, you know, like mm -hmm. especially with the story of how it kind of came to, and then the money that you guys use yeah. to yeah. acquire no, sure. it and whatnot. Like, um, and it's, I mean, it's going to look the best. In this I mean, I don't want to say like we were looking and kicking tires at Penticton's. Lame. <laughs> like, oh, they got yeah, like if they need to mend a fence, they got the right piece of equipment for it. But like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Ours, ours is wicked. <laughs> Yours is gonna be jumping air over over a fence. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be coming up behind fixing everything that we just broke. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so on that mm. wildfire note, Ash, let's jump over to you. So you had a uh, train the trainer event at the local uh, wildfire symposium. Yeah, 2022 wildfire symposium held annually in Penticton, BC. Um, they had to take a couple seasons off, much like we do, or we did, sorry, for our uh, spring seminar because of the COVIDs. So they uh, they were back this year. It's exciting to get uh, that back up and running. Uh, they had, I don't know how many it was, 400-ish firefighters from throughout the province um, assembled. And it's aimed for structural firefighters in a wildland setting. That's so right. many different uh, courses were provided. They had their engine boss. They had uh, like a boots on the ground. So like your kind of your... If you've never done anything wildland, pure structural. <laughs> tell your story about that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, they had what we took, which was the uh, WSPP WFF1, uh, <laughs> train the trainer. So we took, um, myself and Glenn, uh, one of our members, um, took a uh, training instructor course uh, to train your uh, structural uh, a firefighter for a wildland interface. Uh, so yeah, it was good. Uh, two day event, 
um, had some PowerPoint, had some in-field experience. Um, yeah, I did a lot of really good networking, actually. I think that was probably the best thing that I could take, take away from the weekend. Um, so did you receive some of the really good hands-on training? I did. That yeah. Here? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't get a t-shirt. I, I missed out on the t-shirt. Yeah, there was a bit of a snafu in the morning. What did uh, t-shirt look like? Huh? Did you see the t-shirt? I didn't even get a chance to see uh, one. Yeah. Mm. Luckily, nobody else rubbed it in because I think a few of the other people also missed out on the t-shirt. That's such. A, it's so funny. It's such a fire department thing. Eh? T-shirts. The t-shirts. Yeah. It's always about the t-shirt. Well, man, <laughs> anywhere you go. You know, and that's kind of what, in our seminar, it's what mm, we pride ourselves in. I know. Yeah. Like, you know, our t-shirts are like, yeah, we try to make them every year. They're kind of crazy or cra- not crazy, like just well, like cool. They're great shirts. Yeah. If people yeah. want to wear them, yeah, yeah, you're like, wearing them. Lame. Right I'm actually wearing one. Yeah, like yeah. and an old one too. And that was that one was actually not even that cool. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually. Uh, it was like one of the freebies. That, like yeah. we're like, ah, this is old. We should give it away. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I'll grab one of those. One of those. Um, so back to what Scott was saying. So. One of the takeaways was a little mismanagement of logistics to start off the weekend. So they, they're sending off a whole bunch of these emails. And um, I kind of liken the two. Uh, Scott was saying, like, we, we put on these seminars where we have five 500 firefighters here. Um, and we manage 25 events. So we have to cycle these guys through um, where they're going from event to event, multiple spots per day. Uh, so like we're not trying to manage sending people to like one section and then have them stay with that group like they are going all over the place like in one area but like there is a schedule a set schedule yeah. that they mostly adhere you to. know and i have it on my computer at home mm-hmm. my wife and i because my wife's the one that helps with the registration so her and i are like we go through we figure it out and i'm like okay we can't have all live fire we have to have like a, a smattering of like mm-hmm. you know you can't go to everything that's live fire you get you get two things that are live fire yeah. and then you get it's a fuck it's freaking like it's a work to do it's hard right yeah so this we do all this legwork ahead of time so when people get here it's damn well organized right yeah so we get these emails okay you have to check in um your this is the location of the event uh, everything kicks off at this at this one spot. Uh, you check in, you get your your bag bag lunch for the day, you get your t-shirt, and then you go over to your course location. So our course location was, as per the email, in Salon B. So one of the uh, like it, it even sounds nice, right? Like, oh, I'm going to Salon Comfy B. Comfy chairs, man. So we mosey into Salon B. And, like, it was getting pretty full already, and there was, like, a couple tables that were still, like, semi-empty. So, like, myself and Glenn mosey in, and we sit down, and there's this older fella from one of the bigger city departments there. I, I sit down, hey, I'm Ash from all over, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, yeah, what do you do there? Ah, Captain, this is Glenn. This is one of our firefighters here. Oh, right on. I'm so-and-so from here. Um, in the service for X amount of years. Oh, yeah, right on. He's like, yeah, I'm hoping to take a lot of this back to my guys back home. I'm like, yeah, like, we're here to learn how to train, right? Like, like really get get after it, right? He's like, yeah, great, right? So that was kind of it. And then another guy rolls in. He's like, hey, boys. I'm like, hey, hey, what's, uh, what's up? Kind of the same deal. He's like, yeah, guys, like, boots on the ground, right? I'm like, heck, yeah, boots on the ground, baby. Like, we're about to get after it. He's like, Woo! yeah, like, I can't wait. That's I'm like, hot man. training coming up. I'm like, yeah, we got some hot hands-on. 
And like I felt like I had like my own like dick. Huh? <laughs> You're like a mini F dick. I'm like yeah, like mini F dick, right? <laughs> P dick or whatever. It was. P dick. Oh yeah, P dick. You'll P dick. So <laughs> I'm like I got my own fucking hype man here. It's great. So we're all sitting down. Get my notebook open. I'm like I'm I'm taking notes. Like I'm dialed for this course. Instructor walks in. All right, guys, thanks for coming to the 2022 symposium here. We are here for boots on the ground training. I'm like, man, that's the second time. Like, this has got to be a hashtag. He's like, yeah, at boots on the ground training. We. Are. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, lean over. I'm like, what? Is this Salon B? He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, what's this course called? He's like, boots on the ground. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm He's like, idiot. Room. They said it like eight times. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like oh, I thought he was just jacking me up here. Like, damn it. <laughs> So I, at this point, we had already been like split up into like what we were going to be training as a team. So I was no longer sitting with Glenn. Yeah. So he's across the room, and like both both of us are texting at the same time. It's like Bing Bing. It's like we're in the wrong class, man. I'm like absolutely. I was gonna pack up this shit here and leave. So we book outside, and you see this one person in the instructors and like the people that were running it had green hoodies on that had symposium 2022 so i'm like hey man can you give me a hand yeah sure what's up i'm like i'm looking for wspp wff1 train the trainer and he's like oh it says here you're in salon b i'm like i can tell you right now we are not in salon b i'm like if i were to be taking boots on the ground training what where would that be oh it says there's salon b as well i'm like right (laughs) so where are we Hang on, I'll get back to you. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll just stand here. So we wait for a bit. And he's like, yeah, there's a bit of a mix-up. You guys are actually um, at Hall 2. I'm like, Hall 2? Outside of the city. So I'm like thinking like, oh, like in the other wing? He's like, no, no, like the fire hall, number, number two. two. Yeah. I'm like, right. So the polar opposite side of the city. He's like, yep. <laughs> Copy. So we like book it across <laughs> town and we get there. And I walk in, and, like, luckily, they actually waited to start the class because there was multiple people that were in the same situation as us. So I, I walk in, and I'm like, sorry, they sent us to Salon B. The the lead instructor guy was like, oh, this is Salon B. I'm like, hmm, right. <laughs> that was also Salon B? No, he was being a jackass. Oh, okay, I was like... <laughs> and then, yeah, like, one of the guys like, yeah, like, my email said to go to Salon C, and... He's like, yeah, like there was some miscoms there for sure. So that started the weekend off. So it really primed yeah. off the weekend well. But um, we we went over uh, the first day was all PowerPoint, um, which we know <laughs> can be a soon. little trying at times, uh, but necessary to get some information across. Uh, and then the following day was some uh, um, a little boots bit of outside, some boots <laughs> on the ground, baby. <laughs> Uh, we did do some outside work as well. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the train the trainers are are kind of dry. I've noticed. I, you know what? It's very dependent on the instructors, though. Yeah. Like, and I guess the course material a bit. I've mm-hmm. I've done the train the trainer where it's like we mentioned earlier. It's just the course content. It's yeah, yeah. nothing really different. Yeah. You know. And then I've had other ones where the guys literally just rip through the slideshow. Yeah, talk about this, you know, really stress this, get out and yeah. do this with the guys, yeah. you know, go through the checklist as an instructor. Like, 
I feel that that's that's what you should be doing as a trainer trainer, yeah. of course, right? You need to be breaking it down for how you're going to be um, selling this content to people, right? You know, for I sure. like the fire instructor one because it's like, hey, uh, here's general principles of instruction. Yeah, right. And then now, like, let's take... I think I think in mine I I was told to fold a tarp. <laughs> my, my scenario where they're like you have to teach us how to fold a tarp. Like do I have to teach that? Yeah, you chose writ, right? And they're like, yeah. "Well, that's an easy one." I'm like, "Can I teach writ?" And they're like, "Writ?" <laughs> they're like, "How do you teach writ in 20 minutes?" I'm like, "I'll figure it out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a full writ package because <laughs> I like teaching writ. So I'm yeah. like I don't like teaching people how to fold tarps. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it's a good skill to have, but I don't, I don't, I don't see folding tarps as an actual skill set. It's yeah. like it's a thing we do. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a skill. <laughs> right. I think writ's a skill you need. Mm-hmm. Folding tarps is a skill you probably already should know how to do, since you know if you know how to fold sheets, <laughs> like clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like you probably should learn this when you're like eight. Yeah, when you're like seventeen, you probably learn this skill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Like I get in the NFTA, they have like there's actual ways to fold tarps, and I was like, because when they gave it me that thing, I was like looking at the book, I'm like, well, there actually is a ways to fold tarps. I'm like, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. It's, you know, overhaul and all that kind of stuff. But Sure. But also, at the same yeah. time, it's a tarp. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really have to say, like, the guys were super knowledgeable. I uh, had mass experience, um, like, more wildland experience than I will personally ever see. Um, definitely coming from, like, our... our spring seminar background uh just the things that we put on lo- you know locally here uh it, it does like it really makes a guy proud of, of like the caliber of instruction that, that we put on here locally, um yeah. you know locally um I think one thing when we do seminar we try because we used to have when i first started and probably when you we used to do like half and half we used to do mostly we used to do a lot of hands-on and then yeah. a, a whole bunch of classrooms there was a lot of classroom stuff. And then we started to like, like when you start looking at the satisfaction of people, like we yeah. weren't, we weren't giving out, um, what are those things called? Uh, Certifications. No, no. Oh yeah. We definitely, we don't do that. But, um, like course review cards. Yeah. The course review. Yeah. We don't do course review, but the course review to me is what does the attendance look like the next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you get the feedback from guys because yeah. everybody comes up and talks to you and thanks you and yeah so and you'll see their look on their face when they come out of the classroom once. yeah it's the interaction in the course and they're kind of like you know some of the classrooms are just like oh. yeah and then you after you know like half the day guys were kind of all of a sudden one class would have a one guy left less, in it yeah. word starts getting <laughs> there's out there's supposed to be 13 guys in one class and there's one guy left in that class and there's 12 guys there's like 24 guys in another yeah. class you're like hmm so then you start looking like okay can we do, do we need it, this to be a classroom? Yeah. So we actually took, all, I, we don't have any classroom anymore. No. Um, if we had a classroom, it would be very like, it would almost be hands-on classroom. Hands-on in the field. Like there yeah, is yeah. some yeah. classroom well, even, oriented. Like, even even the, the, like the bomb tags. Yeah, the, like, that would have been a classroom. There's a lot of classroom content, but it's outside and then that's. And then they would drive the little robot around. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. Well, even the, the Ministry of Environment guys, they have a whole PowerPoint they're going to show. And I'm like, why don't you guys just show it? And they're like, well, do you guys have a little creek or something? I'm like, yeah, we got a creek. Okay, well, we'll do a fake oil spill. I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah, so exactly. they do a little fake oil spill, and they get the guys to dig some, like, um, lay some uh, stuff down, and it's like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, People it's, are visual learners. Like, they want yeah. to see it. They they want to 
Yeah. If they can't do it, they yeah. want to see it. Um, they, nobody wants, like, nobody strives for, like, I can't wait to get some riveting PowerPoint. I understand the value. Like, there is times when that needs to happen. Yeah. But if you can take that PowerPoint and turn it into, like, live instruction, yeah. way and way better retention. Yeah. Like, you will remember that. Hey, I remember when that guy was at that river and he threw, you know, that containment and did another job. Like, I remember that. Not like, do you remember slide 12, Charlie? No, I fucking don't. Yeah. But yeah. I remember that, right? Yeah. Well, so, that was... That was the same way with all of our stuff. Like <clears throat> all the things I've taught, <coughs> excuse me, over the years was like I started in the foam pit and we did that stuff with calves and, and then we did the propane tree and propane fires and then car fires. And I kind of always stuck with car fires forever. Yeah. And you still have that initial 15 minutes of chit chat. And mm-hmm. okay, how do we, you know, how do we approach this? How do we do this? What, how does foam work? How does this work? You know, and you, it's the same thing in a PowerPoint, but mm-hmm. like you said, it's live and it's, it's way more, um, interactive and that's what keeps people engaged and that's what gets the conversations going and flowing naturally. And yeah. it's just a way better environment because there's not many firemen that I know, whether it's career or paid on call or volunteer that enjoy the theory of sitting in a classroom like right. you said it's yeah. we're visual learners mm-hmm. and we all like you said ash we all definitely understand the importance of the, the textbook sometimes but mm-hmm. we like the fun stuff let's blow yeah. shit up and burn stuff and get in there right and especially like i, I understand that like, like we were there for a certificate at the end mm-hmm. so we could bring that back and now instruct so like i understand that but like back to like our seminar like Nobody's getting a cert yeah. at the end. Like, it is all it's experience. It's a sampling of, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to give you... It's like you watch a teaser of a movie. Like, yeah. it gets you sucked in enough that, like, hey, I really think this looks good. I want to well, it's like learn a, more about them, it. Training night. Yeah, yeah, it's like a toolbox. So we give yeah. them tools. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's training night. It's not nothing certified. It's just like... yeah. Hey, take the, if they take away a couple, one or two things from each yeah. session, there's eight sessions that people go to. There's 25 altogether, but there's eight sessions that everybody go to. If everybody takes away one or two things, I mean, you t- you're bringing 10 things back in the weekend. Yeah. Did yeah. you get 10 things from this last weekend? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I don't think you get 10 things from a PowerPoint. I don't, no. honestly, I don't think. I, there is no. some stuff, but it's like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not a PowerPoint fan. Mm-hmm. Um, People like you can see the benefit of it. I really can't. <laughs> when no, it, when given yeah. the option, when it, if you know the obviously if the options are limited, I really can't see the benefit of PowerPoints because everything I look at, I'm like other than videos and stuff. Like yeah. you know, we do the stop the bleed PowerPoint. Yeah. But we've also stripped a lot of that down. Absolutely. Yeah. And we and we <clears> added <throat> into the like discussion of the course. Yeah. Um, take, it's sitting take, in the background. Take the key components yeah. from it, and then mm-hmm. go live. Right. Yeah. It's sitting on. in the background behind us, and we click on it. And we look at it. and Go. Oh, right. This. Yeah, and here's this, and we present it. Mm. And go, oh, and the next. Oh yeah, write this. And that's what the PowerPoint's for. Mm. Like you say, though, you yeah. strip some of it away, <clears throat> but then you add in some other like visual. Uh, so there's some videos that you guys show. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the hands-on that 
like once you've like set yeah. that that base layer, okay, now it's hands on. Mm-hmm. So when you couple that with some awesome hands on training, then there's that connection to it. You know, and the and the the SPP one, it is getting better. It's, yes. Um, they they do the slides where they say what rank is this, Correct. and there's yeah. a discussion yeah. piece where you discuss. Yeah, it's rank one, rank two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then they, I think they do they still show like different, uh, like they'll show an overview of a house, surrounded by, or is that some other questions I got? And they say, what rank was this? And how would you how would you uh, describe this fire? Gives your initial size up. Is that in there? Uh, I don't know if that I haven't looked at the PowerPoint one. for this year, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't think like that, that There's that some videos in there. In there. The, there is some really good video stuff, which like we've all seen because we've taken the course and we've taught the course yeah. for yeah. the past X amount of years anyway. Yeah, they've updated but, it a little bit. So there is some new updates. Yeah. There's some old stuff in there for, for sure. Uh, like, there's a ton of really good info in the course. But we know that because we've already taken the course. Yeah. Um, again, like, like, did I take away things from the course? A hundred percent. Like I, I said to the chief and the de- deputy today, I'm like the networking alone with some other departments, yeah. some, some of the other officers and firefighters, uh, actually we, we were kind of joking. There's some prereqs that had to be in to qualify. And I think the course was becoming a little bit of a challenge to fill. So some of that got a little blurred. Yeah. Um, like you had to be a five-year five firefighter minimum. Uh, you had to have... Uh, fire instructor one. Fire instructor one, um, I think. And then obviously this course, um, you had to have already gone through the course to be able to teach it. Um, and there was, uh, there was a firefighter there. Uh, it was her just over a year in the, the structural firefighter service, but was a uh, contract forestry firefighter for the past four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually learned a shit ton from her, just talking to her and then one of her partners that came up as well. Uh, they happened to be coupled in, like, like the room was broken down into like, like kind of 50-50, and like, they were in our group, but actually we were coupled with a group that, Scott, you guys were on deployment with yeah. up in the White Rock Lake Fire, um, which was, um, neat to see and like shared stories and, um, some tips and tricks. So like I brought back a ton from the weekend. Um, and I mean, so I look at the, the weekend as a positive. Um, yeah. but yeah, like sitting through a course be, yeah. I've taken yeah. and instructed on, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was it, a challenge. Recently. Uh, in my line of work, we were we we're trying to develop this other course that we're doing, and we were sitting down trying to work at this course. Um, uh, I'm not going to mention what it's for, but mm-hmm. we were sitting down and trying to figure it out as instructors, like how do we make this as a course? And we we're going through it, and we we're like, and then we just ended up doing like we just ended up like kind of playing around. I don't want to say playing around. We were training, but we were just like, hey, let's try this. Oh, that didn't work. Let's try this, and we were doing different things, and then we'd sit there and have a five minute discussion. And everybody, because there was different guys from different areas of the, of the province, so we'd discuss. How would you? And then they'd say, "Oh, I did this once." And and then at the end of the thing, I said, "This is a course we should develop." And they're like, "What?" Because they were everyone's kind of like, "We didn't really do any. Like, we didn't develop a course." Mm-hmm. I said, "No, but what we did is we opened, like, we did stuff and then discussed it, and then mm-hmm. did stuff and discussed it." I said, "That's an actual better course than yes. having a course curriculum, unless you're specifically trying to get something like." Like a it has skill to be this. set or whatever it is. But yeah. I said sometimes it just sometimes the best course is just to just to like open it up, 
say, hey, this is a general, it's almost like a commander's intent. Like, hey, the yes. general thing we're trying to do is accomplish this task. Yeah. But let's open it up and play around. Uh, and when you say play around, people are like, oh, we're, we're going to play around. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're literally like, you're you're mm-hmm. doing skills, but you're discussing them amongst each other. That's yeah. almost like what I think they should have these courses. Yeah. Um, yeah. It almost goes back to like when Warren, uh, two months last month. Yeah, venting. They did the venting course, but mm-hmm. they had s- some senior guys. So literally they like, and I just told Warren, I said, I, I just do a venting practice. Don't care what you do. And I stopped by and they were, they had just lit the burn building up. Lit it up, and they were opening different ports. They yeah. were, like, opening the rear. Oh, that's cool. Like, look what happens there when we took the fan on. Okay, let's close that. Let's open this window. Hey, that's interesting. Let's open it. Like, they didn't have any. There was no, like... Yeah, you start playing with... that to that. Yeah, it has to be... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes those courses are just as beneficial, I think. Yeah, that sure. actually happens a lot. Like, look back at our, our AutoX courses. Yeah. Right. So whenever we tend to bring somebody in for a, a full training course weekend yeah. up for AutoX... Generally now we've got pretty seasoned guys that do it mm-hmm. a lot and, and take the course every yep. year or whatever, uh, and that my past couple have kind of been like that as well. We have we split up in two groups. Our newer members go off with, and it's way more structured. Yep. Whereas the more senior members and experienced members, okay, hey, this is the scenario. Let's fly out and yep. see what works, and you know, then then we'll have a pause and we'll break it down exactly what you said. And those are way more beneficial because everybody sure. has their own little takeaway and technique, especially if yes. you start mixing up departments like we did yes. before. That was even more fun. Mm-hmm. So to me, almost a train the trainer. That's more what I would picture as a better train the trainer would be like. Hey, here's the material we have to present mm-hmm. and go yeah. <laughs> and discuss right. <laughs> and present it. Talk to each other and kind of haphazardly that happened. We were out in the field, yeah. and it was a bit of a break, um, and they told us to go and take a, a quick hike and have a look at some of the you know, train area, right, and, um, and just kind of chat amongst yourselves. So we're out walking, and we're looking at uh, you know, the train, some features, and um, you know, talking about hazards, talk, talk about um, you know, places for guard, um, just lots of shit and um that that girl actually asked the instructor like hey like like what else are you like looking for us to get out of this and he's like ah just like like what would you guys do in this area so like we just started a spitball it's like well i'd use this you know natural guard here i'm like we see we have a whole bunch of green that butts up to this road I'm like, we would be looking to remove that fuel. So, like, this would be a great tie-up point where, you know. It's green now, but in the summer. Yeah, so it's like if we remove that fuel, now you have this whole extra set of safety, right? So it really got the group chatting about, like, hey, like, this is beyond the course, actually. But, um, like, these are things that in an event would be happening. Mm -hmm. Like, they wouldn't be leaving that green space. They would be doing a controlled burn in there and, you know, removing that. So all of that kind of stuff started to happen. So again, like it wasn't course, course criteria, but uh, yeah, definitely got more of the old juices flowing as a group. So lots, lots of that happened. Um, Like as the group broke, broke down like that, I thought that was really good. Um, Like there was some, some, some hands-on stuff, which was good. Uh, There's people that, uh, you know, didn't have a lot of, a lot of experience, I guess. Like, like we train often. Um, even on something like wildfire, we, we still make sure that, um, like it's a relatively short season. 
even in our province, like it can be a bad season, but it's still only a couple of months out of yeah. a year. So it's kind of like swift water. Like how much can you dedicate to, to something like that when it's like such a, yeah, we get a lot more wildfire. We do, yes, yeah. for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. but which not the best example, but um, you know, something that is a smaller window of a season. Um, you know, so you dedicate the time that you have. And right now, we're dedicating way more time to wildland fire than we ever have. Correct. In the past. Like yes. We, years prior, I was thinking about this today. We actually, we never used to dedicate a lot of it. Yeah. Because uh, I was actually when I'm driving home from uh, jujitsu today, I was looking at the. The wildfire we had in 2015. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the mountain, burnt trees, and I was like, I, and I was remembering, like, oh well, yeah, I remember that, and like yeah, we kind of did. And it I started that. remembering, like, wow, we kind of sucked. Like we we didn't lose any houses, but we were like very like we had like structural line, very structural, we were pretty disorganized. Right. Yeah, we we were doing bump and runs. We didn't know what the hell they were, but we were we we were reloading mm-hmm. the hose every time. You know, we weren't really training very often on wildland. We would just mm-hmm. they would come and we deal with them. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah. But now we train to fight them, yeah. and we you know we kind of research them almost like we're researching structure fires. Mm-hmm. You know, so we fight them a lot better, I think. We're evolving, oh, by far. which is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that was that that was good. Um, I was telling the funny story about so the instructor comes out and he's got this prototype nozzle. Um, so like structural firefighters, we're not super big fans of the old the old. Uh, uh, pistol grip nozzles. I mean, some people are. Some are, right? Mm-hmm. We aren't here. Um, they have their uses, like in mop up and something to hang on to. I don't know. Not I mean, we during, use not them during attack sometimes, but um, it's mostly like, like you said, that that lazy, like one arm it out, mop up. Yeah, it's it's more comfortable when you can be kind of laxative, mm-hmm. right? But when you're actually doing an initial attack, they tend to hinder more than anything else. For sure, they get yeah. caught on stuff. Yeah, um, so, like, I'm not saying, like, we should cut all ours off, but, like, when you're using it, like, that nozzle should be out in front of you, and, like, you should be mm. in offensive mode, right? So, they came out with, I, I, I don't know if it's on the market yet, or if it's, like, new, new, but this plastic nozzle comes out, so it's plastic, um, it's got a bale, inch and a half uh, for forestry, and then you connect a forestry nozzle to the end of it. Um, and some, some of the things that he was saying is like, yeah, like when you adjusting your, uh, your pattern on, on the end of the nozzle is as if you like crank it too hard to the off position, you can actually like uncouple the nozzle right off the end of the hose. Like some of them get kind of stiff. He's like, so this removes that. And like, as soon as I see it, I'm like, Hey, I can see some value here. Like if you don't have a hose strangler in your pocket and you want to add on another length of hose or whatever, like I'm sure you're walking out there, like either you, you'll you'll have a Cleveland, um, yeah, something very similar to that. Uh, you're gonna have a Cleveland, you know, maybe drape drape o- over a shoulder or whatever. Um, you know, you can shut it off in the field, add on some more lengths, put that other nozzle on the end of your right. your added on hose. I think that's not quite the one. And you're not messing around with like going all the way back to the pump or all the way back to the last gated Y yeah. and shutting down a line. So, like, immediately, I, like, I was very, very positive. I'm like, I can see some heavy value in this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, like, made a jab at the old pistol grip and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm not a big, 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 big fan of them either. I'm like, but there, there is value to them. Um, so, like, in our scenario, we were, we were flaking out. Um, I think the idea was we had to get a pump set up, do two lengths off, off the pump, go under 
Uh, we were simulating going through, like, like don't drape hose across a road. Yeah. So even if it's, like, um, a forest service road or whatever, like, putting a hose across a road, and he says, yeah, like, I see guys, like, they'll, like, like scavenge a couple, like, small trees or some 2 by 4 or whatever, and, like, try to tie them together <laughs> so you can drive over it. It's, like, it's all dog shit. It never yeah. works. He's, like... Don't do that. If you have to cross cross a road and you're anywhere near a culvert, like that's awesome. Like use those natural things to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Says you know again like, so we're sitting we're sitting around and he's like, I'm gonna show you show you guys a really good trick of how you can get a hose through a culvert, you know, without trying to stuff your you know like smallest guy through there. He says it's gonna be a great trick. So like we're all sitting around, and he's like, all right, so. You guys have have any idea of this? And like the class is like silent, right? I'm like, he's like, yeah, what? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Put a nozzle on the end, charge it, and just pu- push it through. He's like, no. Oh, well, that kind of took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> that was a big idea. Yeah. That was the golden <laughs> idea. I'm like, yeah, like, I wow, push well, it like a water rescue. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, push... a, like a flittable hose. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you just make the hose hard, push it through straight. He's like. Yeah, so that was the, that was the deal. We had to simulate going under a truck to get this hose through, and then shut it off, and then add on another two lengths to a gated Y to uh, double nozzles. And I had this this new 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 nozzle on my side. So like the teams are working. We had our our side all set up. I'm I'm wait I'm waiting for water. The rest of the crew is coming towards us now, and I'm calling for water. Like I'm all set up. Everything's good. So. Um, the person at the Y, as soon as that side got charged, flowed water to us, uh, and I started to do what I was supposed to do with the uh, nozzle. And as they come up, the instructor yells up, "Hey, where's that? Uh, where's that uh, pis- uh, the old pistol grip nozzle?" I'm like, ah, about ten inches in front of my my body, where it's uh, supposed to be. <laughs> it's like, ha ha, fucking instructor guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're using it as like the whip. Yeah, I'm using yeah. it. Like, I've got it out, yeah. out in front of me so like I can move around. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like fully offensive, it. right? I mean, the recoil of the... Uh... Of the inch and a half force forestry line come, coming off of a yeah it was like you messed the butts on it <laughs> absolutely yeah I had my partner like like right against me no, what if they train the they, train, they don't train that so much no god no, 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 no it's a single person Good. yeah uh, so but it was neat like so I was showing how you know you can turn it on and off I'm like yeah we can shut it off I, I ripped off the nozzle said hey like we can add on extra lengths and everybody's like yeah that looks really cool so I don't know if it's something that we would ever employ in yeah. in, in our I mean, yeah, area. like you said, like you said earlier, it's kind of like the two and a half. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, there's some definite value there. So that was that was good. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a problem. Like, really quickly, hey, engine shut down your for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah. in our we, settings. Yeah. It works a lot easier. Like yeah, I can I, see if you're running a pump, like if you're running a pump yeah. up a hill half a mile and then you're like, Oh crap, I need to add on this line. But then what happens yeah. when you have to add the next line on it? The next line then it's yeah. like Yeah, then it's open. You need, well, you need that's, these, you need that's these just it. nozzles every hundred feet. Yeah. Right? I was, yeah. when I worked before she that was a thing, like you always had a strangler in your pack and yeah, you know, because you're you're stretching tons of line or even a relay pump, yeah. and then you had to mm-hmm. do that shit. You know, it'd be yes. nice if they had like if they had just an inline valve, not even a mm-hmm. nozzle, just an inline valve you could shut off, like yeah, with a little simple bail on it that you could shut off whenever you like that would connect the two hoses. Right, and you know, every X, X amount of lengths, yeah. you toss one of those valves in there, so you, yeah. you're really only walking back. 
maybe to 100 feet maybe yeah. 100 feet or 200 feet yeah. worth right especially like Todd was like saying like if, if you're doing like some some crazy relay pumping or whatever where you're mm-hmm. yeah. god knows how far away yeah. like we're never going to be in that situation as a structural yeah. firefighter yeah. in a wildland setting right there's a pattern right there yeah. on your water thief i'm just gonna i'm, little, I'm yeah. just gonna quickly hit pause here and remove somebody, that from the podcast <laughs> yeah. you'll uh see it out in the yeah, right? You'll, you'll see. Oh, side note, I was talking you'll about You'll see a P-Dick next year. <laughs> yeah, P and Dick. I was uh, I was talking to the guys about uh, my uh, patent for uh, urinals. Oh, yes. What now? I always wanted to, because when I used to work at a bar, when I was a doorman, I was like, people always pee over all over the freaking, well, I mean, not just the bars, but mm-hmm. dudes in their urinals, right? So I always wanted to get like a clown's mouth. <laughs> you pee in the clown's mouth, mm-hmm. and then the, the advertising pops out of the top of the urinal. Huh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have those, like, some bars you go into, and there's, there's like, little, yeah, there's little target and games and stuff. But, right? you know, if you yeah. peed in it, and then it, like, just like a, like a game at a, uh, at, a, <laughs> like a, at a carnival. <laughs> but the ad comes out of the top of the urinal. Right. Every time the ad comes up, there's, like, a promo code on it, and you go and got, like, a buck off a drink or something. Yeah, so you got to keep peeing, and then you get your, oh, then you get your, uh, what's that, the, your QR, QR code? Like QR code. Yeah, your QR code, you got to, so one you get hand on your phone, you're peeing, you're going to get the, How many drunks are going to drop the phone in the urinal? You know what? That's sexist, and it'll never fly. Nope. Well, originally, when I wanted to do it, because I, my first job was at a strip club, being a doorman, and I was, I was thinking, oh, like, you have, like, a stripper come out of the top of the... Really? <laughs> oh man! But anyways, <laughs> so then there's gonna guy. There'll be guys that have some pressure problems. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get a stripper. Jeez. Oh wow. Well, that was really off the. That was off. That was off happened. the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. Oh man. So. Modus. <laughs> so that was mm. the wildfire symposium. Yeah. Your part of it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move on from that. Um, I guess we'll just touch base on kind of the call that you guys attended to the other day. Yeah, really. We can talk much. a little bit about, yeah. uh, just a little bit about the, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> just the demographics of calls. Like, we're, there's always things we try not to do on patient contact calls, like for FR calls. So there's certain things like we try not to obviously stand over the patient, yeah. uh, things like that. But sometimes, you know... Yeah, it's, it's change, again right? back to the book books learning versus yeah. mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had an FR call the other day. Um, it was actually the night of our annual, so we're all kind of. It's funny because we're all kind of done up. Well, as mm-hmm. best as we get done up, like jeans and a yeah. freaking button shirt. Mm-hmm. And my button shirt made me look like Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> or I was like, "Hey, Forrest Gump!" I'm like, because I got a new haircut. <laughs> it was like my button shirt. I'm like, he sends me a picture today. The guy who never says anything on anything, he sends yeah. me a picture of Forrest Gump. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so um, uh, we're we're on a side that uh, we get so we got this FR call and we're all kind of half dressed up. So we we kind of half like we put our um, job shirts on. Yeah, but we're still in like jeans. I, so, we can so, talk about that after, but the reason why you guys, you guys are dressed up is because it's the it's annual, annual, yeah, annual, our annual party. What's so, our award yeah, night and yeah. all that kind of stuff? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. 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 So anyways, we go to this FR call and it's uh, uh, females down, larger patient. So um, we're assisting the paramedics mm-hmm. with the lift assist. And, um, and these are these are the types of lift assists, <coughs> or not even just lift assists, but calls that 
Anytime you're dealing in a confined space in a washroom, yeah, mm-hmm. it's always they, in the washroom. It's always in the washroom, yeah. and yeah. it is very difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so. space, the way the doors open, mm-hmm. and usually they're lacking on the clothes. Yeah, yeah. just almost fully clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, surprising. <laughs> Did you remove clothes? No, there was no pants. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I'm blotting it out. Blocked it out. I think you are. There, there was, was no pants. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, so we were in a very enclosed uh, mm-hmm. bathroom. So, um, but going back to the, you know, you never step over your patient. And yeah. So first thing, I'm like, oh, I got to get maneuver myself into the near the bathroom. So I step over the patient. And yeah. I'm like, oh. And the parent, the other yeah, parent, yeah, senior yeah. paramedics in there. No, he, he doesn't care. But I'm no. like, you know, back in mind, you're like, mm, mm-hmm. we'll do that. So we get her on the mat to mat roller I get her on this mountain mat but now it's like there's not a, there's not enough room for us to actually go in there and lift so we have to mm-hmm. actually slide her out the, door, out the bathroom yeah so the, the mountain mat if people don't know what it is so it's uh, something that we use up here a lot um <clears throat> it's basically a, a very heavy canvas with uh four or six handles six. down the side mm-hmm. um and it's woven strong and whatnot so uh, we can use that for uh, heavy patients. Uh, anytime there's like C-spine issues in a tight spot where you can't put a clamshell or spine yeah. board, yeah. things like that. It's, a, it's an extrication device. Yeah. So we get it under her and we're trying to maneuver. And I'm like, there's really no way to do this. Mm-hmm. So I literally like, I'm like straddling over the patient and I'm, I got the mat to mat and two, like both handles. And I'm just basically like shimming, <laughs> shimming mm-hmm. along with this patient. And in my head, I'm like, oh, this is... Everything you're not supposed to do. That's yeah. what I stand over the patient. I can feel my phone in my pockets, like, moving. I'm like, oh, I hope that doesn't fall out and hit her in the head. That would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so I stop for a second and keep shimming. And then we, you know, get her in the hallway and carry it on with what we had to do. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like the, it, it, and then, you know, and there's different, different angles. And that's kind of why I think recently, well, I know I know recently in the training we've been doing um, with our FR, mm-hmm. that's kind of our whole goal in our FR recently is we took it out of the classroom. We took all the scenarios out of the classroom. Yeah. And we threw and we threw it down in the training ground. So we threw it into the mud. Um, literally, the last week it rained, so like it was all mud last week. So we were in the mud. Um, we were in cars. Um, we were in like in like kind of a quasi alley that we had um, for a drug overdose. Like we we were trying to make it real because and then guys realize like now it's nighttime. Oh, we don't have a, a sufficient lighting to do this. Which mm-hmm. I'll, Hey, we need to put a light on this truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a portable light. Because yeah. yeah, you're fine if you're near the vehicle, and you have your lights. You have your, um, you know, you have your um, take down lights. But if the patient is now in an alley where you can't get to, which is this yeah. one patient, the guys are in there like, so they're trying to hold their flashlight, talk because they have the flashlights on them. Some guys have headlamps. It's like, but you're in FR, you're in FR mode. You're not in firefighting mode, so you don't actually have your headlamp. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys are, you know, like, oh, this is yeah. We need a flashlight. We need a light. We need. Yeah. So you, you quickly start realizing the stuff you need and kind of the atmosphere you're in. So, because that's real life. Real life is a narrow, a bathroom. Real Absolutely. life is a narrow hallway. Too a narrow hallway. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah. that was one thing that, um, I mean, I don't work nights anymore. I'm kind of spoiled. But um, when I did work nights, uh, my partner and I, we always, we always carried a headlamp in our pockets. Yeah. And now the ambulances actually have headlamps in them right. for that reason. Right. Because we found so many times you just, you can't hold your light. Like yeah. it's the two of us. Yeah. So we just started packing headlights yeah. again for that environment. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that's what really what we have to, you know, you have to be willing to adapt and it's not always going to be 
what the, what the book says. Yeah, and the other thing too, like I, I like how you guys have really taken it out of the classroom and doing these these realistic sims because it's space and it's planning and placement of stuff, right? Like yeah. when you bring a stretcher into the house, if you can, like you got to make sure it's it's facing the right way because as we shimmy somebody out on a mat to mat on on a board or whatever the device may be. It might not be that traditional way that you think, okay, if the head is by the door, we're just going to come out head first. No. Mm-hmm. Some of these corners of these hoses are so sharp, you're kind of jockeying around, and then you're changing your angles. Yeah, which is exactly what we we ran into there. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you came out head first and then took a hard right, yeah, you're heading straight to the yeah. living room with nothing but space. Yeah. But you, you couldn't you do that. person with you. Yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a whole person that you have to shimmy around. Mm-hmm. And I really like the... At least our local EHS people, they kind of, they let the fire, like, they handle patient care, but they let us handle the execution. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we, part of what we do is when we show up while they're dealing with the patient, first thing we'll start we're doing, clearing we're, the we're way. looking around, we're clearing yep. the way, and we're, like, we're like, okay, and we're kind of, we're kind of walking it through, like, okay, if this patient comes out this way, okay, we're going to bring the head in that way, mm-hmm. and come out this way. It's like, we're like professional movers. Right. Well, so we moved to the damn house. And that's, that's what we <laughs> talked about. You know, like when we first started prepping with the FR, with mm-hmm. the, like we had a lot, we had a lot of discussions yeah. on what I call the best practices of what yeah. I've seen guys do. Yeah. And that works the best. It really yeah. does. Uh, it's that team approach, like like Dr. Nick says, it's patient-focused care. Yeah. That is part of the patient-focused care. Well, the other day, um, I don't know if I told you about that. So we get dispatched to... Uh, uh, a FR call. Mm-hmm. Totally the wrong address. Yeah. So we show up. Paramedics aren't there yet. We show up, and we're like, so it's in a like a trailer park. Um, wrong number. So we we show up. I call dispatch. Yeah, uh, we're on scene. Uh, the guys go up, knock on the door, and the lady's like, uh, "Hello," and she's like, and we're like, uh, "Fire department here. For FR. For down patient down. No, not here. Okay." <laughs> Pouring rain, we're like, okay, so we, we literally, we're backing up, we're trying to fit now, we don't know where we're going. Like, we, mm-hmm. we have an idea, we're in the general area, but, call dispatch again, they're like, 30 some odd units. Yeah, that's the address yeah. you got, so we're like, crap. So, we're debating back and forth, because we knew the patient had a wheelchair, so I literally went to one of the guys, and like, let's start looking for wheelchair ramps. He's like, he kind of laughs, like, no, like, seriously. He's like, okay, <laughs> so... And then we look, we're like, oh, there's a lot of wheelchair ramps. <laughs> so then I said to the driver, let's just drive around with our lights on. Like, no siren, just our lights on. We'll just kind of slow drive around as we wait for dispatch to give us a better mm-hmm. address. So, you know, minute two was by, I called dispatch again, and they give me a slightly better thing. They said it's by some swing sets. Okay, we're by the elementary school. Okay, so we kind of slowly drive by the swing sets, and we're looking, and then next thing, this guy, guy pokes his head out and waves. We're like, there it is. Yeah. So it's just things like that. Like, we don't know. Let's just put our lights on and we'll drive around super slow. And then we did the thing. Like, we found a drive. It was a driveway. And Brett was our driver. And he and he goes, oh, I'm going to do what Todd told us to do. So he pulls up uh, tailboard right at the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. And left our lights on. So now when the paramedics are coming on the road, because they're getting the same address we got. Of course, yeah. So, yeah. so I could see them. I'm on the radio. And uh, I could see them coming down the street. And I have their blinkers on a turn. And they see us, I guess. And they're like, oh. And then they slowly cut their drive up. I'm like, yep, yeah, you're here. Because they were kind of like, are we at the same rate call? Because you could see them kind of yeah. like, we were told mm-hmm. it's back there, but you guys are here. Yeah. I'm like, nope, it's here. So then they pull in, and then they pulled right into the driveway where they where we had left a room for them. So perfect. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you're kind of best practicing those coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and that's the best approach I find. 
things I've kind of learned over the years too. And, and uh, like I said, as, as long as we have that team oriented approach, right. And we're lucky, like I said, in the small towns, we have that it works, yeah. works quite nice. So I think the only other kind of humorous thing that happened all week was we were at a CO alarm mm. <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we got our detectors on and we're in, you know, SCBA, we're going through this house and, um, no, no alarm. So it was probably just battery or faulty something. So alarms didn't sound like none of our alarms even moved. So we're like, hey, pretty safe. Um, we we pull our we pull our masks off and we're inside. And one of the guys is like, it's like I smell like sewer gases or something. He's like, maybe there is a gas leak. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's a litter box because <laughs> we're standing right near the litter box. He's like, ooh. <laughs> And he slowly puts his mask back on. I love it. Yeah. Classic. (laughs) See, that's where fire departments and FR roll. You guys are spoiled because you have that. Because we have masks. Because we do not. (laughs) As medics. Well, like, yeah, some of the body, that that body call we went to one time, you know, a few weeks in. Yeah, we would. Always... I would be. I'd be out. I'd be like, if we didn't have SCB, I'd be like, mm, nope. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'd always go to a call and you call for the police, and they're taking forever, and you find out why because they went and got their respirators or something, and then yeah. they yeah. come in. It was a couple of guys that roll right in with a PC4 mask and yeah. full on gas cartridge, throw yeah. it on. Yeah, but yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think that's basically it for the week. And yeah, yeah, a little bit slower this week for everyone. Um, <laughs> Good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move into some shadows then. Um, let's uh, start with Modus. What did you do, Well, <laughs> Modus. Sidetrack Modus. Yeah. Uh, actually, Modus has been uh, uh, uploading some of the pictures it took yep. when they were yep, down absolutely. here. So um, there's a few montages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a few uh, different videos. Uh, I think you're... you're your hands are famous or something? Yeah, my hands look famous, I think. Yeah, my yeah, hands yeah. are famous, about it. And so does yeah. Rob's. And yeah. I don't have, the, I don't have one, the, yeah. the good I don't think pose. I have like Ash. Ash has a really good pose because you can see the stash in the background. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think I have any. That's a good one. Look, looking like a yeah. gem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's been up. Uh, Modus, uh, the Snagger tools are big, they're big claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw uh, Flow and Vent was doing a review of yeah, their... Yeah, that's right. Of their... Yeah. Software kit. Yeah, yeah. kit, yeah. That's cool. Um... So yeah, um, sorry, Snagger Tool, um, Wedges, obviously um, the Soft Hedger Kit we just talked about, mm-hmm. uh, Masks, Bag. Uh, mini yeah, Spanners, mini spanners. Hydro Wrench, it goes yeah. on and on. they got a ton, ton of great yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. and hopefully some stuff that we suggested that's coming yeah. down the pipe. Mm-hmm. We're working on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, take a look. Hopefully that's coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so DTFF5, mm-hmm. we'll give you 5% off. Yeah. Awesome. Um, stop the Bleed. <clears throat> so the stop the bleed, uh, dot org, and coming up in May here, it's uh, stop the bleed month. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely a lot of uh, um, uh, pushing for courses and training through that month that they really advertise and hit it hard. Um, so yeah, if, if you haven't ever checked it out, definitely check it out this month coming up. Um, stop the bleed dot org, and you'll learn the major methods of uh, major hemorrhage control. So you got your direct pressure, tourniquet application, and of course your wound packing. Um, yeah, we're going to do a little bit of a mini. We are presentation to uh, the local prison. Yeah, for the guards, not for the prisoners, for the guards. Yeah, for the guards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and I think, like we discussed before, that'll be a good kind of segue into maybe a couple other little things. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, so Stop the Bleed Month is May. Um, and for any uh, products and stuff, Ash? Uh, you go to um, Rescue Essentials for all of the essentials of rescue and apparently bleeding control. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so rescueessentials.com for that stuff. They got uh, all the usual stuff. Uh, they got a ton of great kits there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can check them out there. You can get fully stocked kits or partially stocked or partially stocked. An empty bag, then make your own kit as well with yeah. all the supplies. Um, Scott Tanner Olson. Uh, country music of the west coast of Canada. We are hopefully getting him here soon for a party. We're mm-hmm. still working on it, trying to find some dates. Um, he's super busy now, doing lots of uh, now that COVID's gone. I think mm-hmm. COVID's gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of parties, lots of stuff happening. Um, yeah, check him out. Um, Facebook, Spotify, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, Chief Bob tried to make the big announcement for our party <laughs> at our annual, and we're like, we don't have a date yet. Shush. <laughs> well, he made it sound like we were putting on like an MTV dance like street party. He's <laughs> yeah. like. We're gonna have a street party. We're like a street party. Yeah, it's like a big dance. What is it? The eighties? What do we like? What are we having? MC Hammer pants and can't touch us. Wait, Hemp is gonna be here. What is going on? (laughs) 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 So we're gonna give him the average. If we had a hook, we would have hooked him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) Easter Bunny walk. (laughs) 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 Jesus. Anyways, Uh, generals. (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about that real quick. Um, so your annual party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, every year you host an annual for just your members yeah. uh, and spouses. Missed it for um, the last two years. Missed yeah. it for the last two years, and that's yeah. when you, of course, handed all the awards. We get, yeah, yeah good awards. That you don't want to get. Well, well there's some Oh, no, there are the good we, ones. Yeah. We, give out, like, we gave out some certificates for the guys that have uh, yeah. got their exterior, interior. Mm-hmm. Um, give out the, the pins for the um, years. Years of service, yep. None of those happened this year, which yeah, I think there's some coming. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then the awards. We don't give traditional awards like chief or captain of the year. Right? Yeah, come on. With the yeah. Ben Truck Award. Yeah, we get the Ben Tool. Yeah, the Ben yeah. Truck. I think is the coveted award. Well, not yeah. coveted award. It's like the it's the the Granddaddy Award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that goes to people who obviously bent the truck. So yeah. Uh, and then we had this year we had like four or five runners up and like <laughs> yeah it was a and bad the, bad and the year. chief actually won the mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah. I think it's based on damage overall damage to the truck. So, yeah. So um, Wade who actually had uh, damaged the truck, it got rebent back and it didn't cost us really anything to fix it. So yes. he was knocked out of the lead <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was a cheap as an easy fix. And the chief was put into the lead because he he hit a deer on the way to West Rushford Park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so his cost a fair amount of money because it was yeah. in the brand new, uh, um, uh, our brand new uh, command command car. Yeah. So uh, the other awards, actually, Ash and I won. Uh, we won one of the awards. Co-recipients. Uh, co-recipients for the um, what's it? Not abuse, abuse tool. tool. No, not abuse tool. Um, the burn, burn hose. The burn maybe? hose. The hose left behind award. Yeah. Thing. Um. On the structure fire that you came across, one of, the, one of your many that you come across. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, when we came up with the new tactic of, uh, we decided to shove the two and a half down that hole to try to see if we can like a, <laughs> hit the seat of the fire. <laughs> we were hopeful for, uh, you know, the effect of like a two and a half inch, like... Because it was a two and a half coffee nozzle. Yeah, it was, oh, it was coffee inch. nozzle, so we put it on like fog, and I mean, think you were there when we did it. We shoved it down the hole. We actually didn't shove it down the hole. I think I asked another guy to do it, and mm-hmm. he said... 
it's on you to do <laughs> when he pulled it back out and the hose is burnt and the nozzle was melted he's like this is on you he's like I'm not getting the award for this. I'm like, I'll accept the responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> and then somehow I tied somehow, it. Because <laughs> he pictures it to me. He's like, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, yeah, it's basically like an oversized cellar nozzle. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. Let's try it. Well, it works until it didn't. Yeah. And it came out, yeah, it didn't really work that well. Yeah, so nice. it still looks like a nozzle. Everything looked great. It just it pours out water because it's yeah. leaking because it might have got a little over here. So like it melted the, the ball in the veil. No hose left behind? I think that's what we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which amazingly enough, Matt didn't win it. Matt always wins it. Matt yeah. is the guy Matt every year. Matt has won like he so many. He hose like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we won that. Um, what other ones are there? Uh, there's a tow. Yeah, for getting the truck stuck. The stuck truck award. Nacho yeah. Libre? No Nacho Libre this year. No. It's been tame. It's been pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Close last summer. But yeah, nope. I, yeah I, I had a little issue with the guy last summer. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were saying that at that symposium, wasn't there somebody telling you a story about there was almost a... Yeah. So, again, yeah, like one of the highlights was me telling stories about, apparently, what kind of a shit show we fucking run here. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are like, man, that sounds so sweet. So I was saying about how we were at our uh, our, our annual party where we do the awards and... Um, and somebody starts telling a story about um, how, like, because I didn't even say anything about the Nacho Libre yet. And I was telling stories about stuck truck and, like, crazy things that happen on fire calls. And they start saying about how something happened and there was, like, escalated. And I'm like, oh, we have a whole award for that. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we have the old Nacho Libre award. They're like, ha! But, yeah, so, like, anytime, the, like, things turn physical, you, uh win the award and they're like are you guys like getting on like in fights with people every year <laughs> like how often do you hand this thing on i'm like generally it's an annual award they're like you are literally fighting with people every year i'm like no no it's not really a fight. like it's not a it's, fight like a... things escalate so i told the story about carrie yeah how she was the recipient once because right. we were at a burning complaint a and the guy. guy was getting drunk and belligerent and she may have cracked open the nozzle straight stream about five feet in front of him and pelted him with like mud debris, you know, de- debris there. Yeah. And the so like, I decided to go take a swing at her. Yeah, and, and then the there was there maybe some physical. potential. <laughs> you know, allegedly these things but, might you know, happen. We were actually talking about a uh, training the other day because we were doing FR stuff, and and one of our scenarios was uh, yep. was a drunk guy crashed his car and uh, he ended up with flail chest and. But he was like belligerent, so that you know the guys were trying to do C spine on him, and he wasn't having it, and he's yelling. It was an actor, like it was rad actually, mm-hmm. and it was me the previous week. So, and we were talking about like, well, what happens if he comes out swinging? And you know that the t- we gave the stock answer of well, try to get away. But I'm like, sometimes you yeah. can't get away. I said, you know, you're either all the way in or all the way out. That's how we train it. Like it's like in jujitsu, if you train, you're either all, you get all the way away from him. Mm-hmm. Or you push all the way into him because if you're in that middle ground and you and the guy's swinging at you, you're gonna get hit, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get knocked out possibly. So, um, so I, I actually quickly showed the guy or the guys a couple little things where you sh- shove the guy into the, what we call a door pin. You shove him between the uh, right of the A pillar. So you shove him basically. He's facing the like as he comes out of the car swinging at you. you spin him, shove him into the uh, where the door's open, into the A pillar. So now he's in the V of the door. Right. So now he's looking at the, basically the hood of the car, and then you close the door on him. So now they're like pinned into the door, and then you just kind of you push your body weight into him. So we call that a door pin. So the guy's pinned in there, and he's like 
can't really do much. And you're like, hey, man, just calm down. So it's 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 a police tactic, but it's mm-hmm. it would be actually pretty sweet on a call when like you get a drunk guy in oh, a yeah. car yeah. coming out, yeah, you, like just oh, yeah. door pit him. Oh, we've we've <laughs> had those, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is funny you mentioned that. So another thing that came out of the weekend <laughs> was we were talking about sensitivity training. I don't know how we got there. Oh, geez. And, um, well, the instructor's like, I generally offend one to two people every course. And they're like, uh, I could probably use some sensitivity training. I'm like, oh, that is the worst course ever. And they're like, you've had to sit sit through that? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, like not me personally. Like, we as a group took it. Um, I think it came came through town and, like, all all branches of uh, yeah, the town same, took yeah. this uh, sensitivity <laughs> training. So Scott op- opted out, but he did put in for his own course. And uh, I was explaining your bridge to violence course. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe that's where we got to. Not really it's right. important. Yeah, bridge to violence. Yeah, oh, so like you try to de-escalate. We used to call it the ATM, the ask, tell, make. That's not as we call it. Oh. My other work. <laughs> Something completely different. No ATM, like like the machine. Mm-hmm. The ask, tell, make. So you ask him to stop, or you ask him to leave. Mm-hmm. You tell him to stop, or tell him to leave. Then you make him stop, or make him leave. Right. <laughs> and that's your bridge. There you go. So you're slowly crossing the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then at any point, those people, could, they could turn around and walk the other way off the bridge. But right. <laughs> it could, uh, at the make point, that's when you cross the bridge to violence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, make a PowerPoint. <laughs> I would make a PowerPoint. Yeah, let's present that. Oh, that'll man. be next seminar. Oh, the, man, bridge be awesome. the bridge to violence. That'll be our only partial uh, PowerPoint presentation. Oh, man. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. So, on shout outs, um, <laughs> because that's where, where we are, apparently. Um, uh, ignition. I was, oh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. was having a chat with uh, Jason there from Ignition USA. Uh, he's uh, presenting. He's got a booth at uh, FDIC. Nice. Uh, so he's got a ton of new product coming out. Uh, he's got... Uh, so all... He's, I think, still a few weeks away from supply being able to ship again on the C-Rat tool. Yeah. Uh, and he said... Uh, if anybody wants to uh, still take advantage of uh, DTFF20, uh, you can still receive on the original uh, CRAT tool. He will still honor that that uh, discount moving forward. Awesome. Yeah, so I think it's DTF2020 gets you yeah. 20% off. Uh, all of his new product, he says, because it's brand, brand new, uh, he does need to recoup because there's a yeah. lot uh, invested in it. But uh, yeah, he'll he'll definitely honor the discount code. Awesome. Well, yeah. yeah, let's we'll keep in touch and mm-hmm. um, see what some of the new product is. Yeah, I, I said uh, maybe once he gets back from uh, FTIC, we could have a chat, and he was all about it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah sounded really, really good. So, Awesome. Well, that's mm-hmm. good news. All right, well, then, uh, finally, you have us. So, of course, uh, you can find us on the Facebook, the YouTubes, uh, Instagram, and the TikTok. Uh, so, yeah, de- definitely check us out on the Facebook there and YouTube. Those are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and give us a like, comment, share, etc. And, um, yeah, we'll try and keep doing some more stuff. And we're going to get some more video content out here now that the weather's better and we're doing things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any more for any more, guys? Nope. Thanks. Good night. Ash? Definitely reach out to us if you're looking for uh, added content via the Patreon. <laughs> oh, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, you we, meant we for could... the Bridge to Violence course. <laughs> <laughs> that could also that be, could on, be the on there Patreon. as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got yeah, yeah, we can make a lot of fun little stories. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. 
have a great night. As always, stay safe, stay GTFF.